Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. The next few months are looking pretty rough for podcasting and just about every other industry. Historically, podcasting has proven itself to be rather resilient, but there are lean times ahead. Are you prepared? Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Everything just looks bad right now. War in Europe, the stock market in turmoil, skyrocketing inflation, rekindled assaults on personal freedoms. Heck, even crypto is tanking. All signs are pointing to a coming recession. How much more can podcasting take? Or just to ask the tough question outright, can podcasting survive? Now, I don't think podcasting is too big to fail, but I do think that podcasting is too diverse to fail. Before I talk about the bad stuff, let me, let me talk about the good stuff first. By now, you've probably heard the news that Tom Webster is joining us over at Sounds Profitable. Yes, from Edison Research fame. Which, come to think about it, did, did you know that I'm working with Sounds Profitable in an official capacity these days? I am indeed. And what we'll be announcing soon enough, I would say, in the, in the coming weeks, it's going to be very, very cool. Because at Sounds Profitable, both Tom and Brian share my commitment to making podcasting better. And with some help from some really amazing other people who are also involved, we're going to put that concept more into action. And you're going to love it. Okay, that, that was it for the good news. Let's get back to the apparent doom and gloom just outside the window. Because things are bad. Objectively bad. And I don't think it's, I don't think anyone really thinks that podcasting will escape from the fallout from whatever it is that's to come. But no, I don't think that fallout will kill us podcasters. Unless, of course, it's actual fallout, something I haven't think about since the end of the Cold War. But I digress. This isn't about politics, or I guess it's not only about politics. It's about everything. Everything that's keeping us up at night. Everything that's making us wonder, is it just us? Or does everybody else in podcasting feel this way? Well, the reality is everyone else in podcasting is feeling this way. Maybe with more or less dread than you might be having. Um, they may not be tweeting about it. They may not be terribly worried. But, you know, they probably have some contingency plans in place that will let them ride out the coming storm. I don't know of a single serious podcaster who isn't looking at the world outside and wondering just how that's going to impact them. So no, you're not alone. But back to the why I chose too diverse to fail and not too big to fail. Mostly that's because I don't see podcasting or even podcasters as a monolithic group. Sure, Spotify and iHeart might be hit by the same wave, to keep my tortured storm metaphor going, 
But the scrappy independent podcaster isn't in the same boat as the host who sold their show and is now supported by a big production house. So the wave hits them with a different direction, amplitude, and whatever else the metaphor brings up. Now, to take that a bit further, I won't be surprised if big podcasting faces the brunt of this onslaught, which means there will be casualties. And some of the staples of big podcasting today will either cut their losses or cease to be. I don't celebrate this fact. I'm not certainly not trying to bring it into existence, and that's not what I want at all. I'm talking about this because podcasters of any size need to be prepared for the rocky and lean times ahead. But first, this episode is sponsored by Captivate, the world's only growth-oriented podcast hosting company. Whether you're a new or a veteran podcaster, if you're serious about audience growth, then Captivate's unique feature set and proven deep dive education should be the next thing you try. Get a seven-day free trial and access to Captivate's podcast growth labs at Captivate.fm. Let me start off by pointing out the obvious. I am not an economist. So I've already likely used some incorrect terminology, recession, depression, market downturn. Look, no need to send me articles to talk about the nuances of those terms. I'm, I'm not going to read them, so save yourself the trip. But whatever you call this thing we're about to go through, I've made it through many other things like this. I was on my second career during the recession of the early 1990s, and then the boom that followed that all the way through to the dot-com bubble bursting. I was a four-year veteran of podcasting during the global financial crisis of 2008. And those of us podcasters who survived the global pandemic, well, we survived the global pandemic. And podcasting, as with many of us podcasters, will survive this coming downturn again. But again, that does not qualify to me to give you any financial advice at all. If I'm qualified to do one thing, it's pontificate about podcasting today and tomorrow. I've got no predictions for you, just some perspective, hopefully. Because faced with financial pressures, businesses start cutting costs. And one of the very first line items to be cut, advertising and marketing, and that includes content. We already saw some of this during the early months of the pandemic. And while there certainly were many sectors that cut way, way, way back, podcast advertising and marketing budgets, on the whole, weren't negatively impacted but they very well could be this time. So if you're getting paid to run ads on your podcast, know that you may have an interruption at some point. Now, if you have a direct relationship with your advertisers, you might want to start having those conversations with those advertisers right now. If you rely on a third party or an agency to directly sell your show on your behalf, start talking to your agency rep. Be creative. Get flexible. And if you're relying on programmatic ads or other hands-off or low-touch options, good luck. Low-effort campaigns require low effort to turn off as well. If you've been running paid ad campaigns for your show and they're working for you with a solid return on ad investment, well, then keep on spending if that makes sense for you. But you also may want to start having conversations with the shows, the sites, and the services that you advertise on to see what their plans are. Now, if you're using more bid-based self-service or automated solutions, keep your eye on those changing bid prices, those impression volumes, and any performance metrics, and be prepared to make some really quick changes. 
If you're selling podcast production services to companies or individuals like me, you may want to reconfirm your client's commitment to the shows you're producing on their behalf. I just had a client put on hold a couple of really big projects. Luckily, we were still in the very early stages of them, but now they're on hold until next year, which means revenues from those are on hold until next year. So a call from you to your clients could help assuage their fears. And if on that call, you get the impression that their commitment is wavering, well, at least you know ahead of time, right? And if you work for a company in the business of podcasting, I think you should start talking to your bosses. And yeah, I know many companies are reticent to discuss finances, but more forward-thinking companies are becoming much more open to that kind of stuff with their staff. And you asking the questions are going to show people in charge that you're concerned about the financial health of the company, even if your motivations are strongly self-preservative. No, you shouldn't expect the CFO to invite you in to lay everything out on the table, but it never hurts to ask. Gently, though. Look, none of us know how it's going to play out. But it will play out one way or another. So keep your eyes open. Plan for the worst, but hope for the best. Look, I don't think the coming recession is going to kill podcasting. And I hope you, your show, or your services make it through on the other side. With that, I shall be back next week with yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Alley Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.com media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, 
Here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.